Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Good morning, everybody. I am uh, Dave Brown. I am a coach with High Trust Coaching, and uh, we are going to be chatting today about some ideas that hopefully will uh, help you in your mortgage and or uh, real estate practice. And uh, we, of course, are all led by the uh, infamous Todd Duncan, who all of our uh, our, our content and our material and uh, our, uh, our coaching protocols come from. So, um, today we are going to be talking about the five irrefutable principles of high performance mortgage and real estate practitioners in 2021. And this is, uh, again, right out of uh, Todd's playbook. And uh, it actually is a playbook that Todd has provided for coaching members um, of high trust. And by the way, if you are interested in getting more information about coaching, go to uh, high trust dot com and uh, you can find out uh, more info there as well as signing up for a free uh, uh, coaching uh, session. So anyways, um, so this this idea of the five irrefutable principles uh, Todd shared started when he was uh, newer in the business as a as a loan originator in his uh, younger 20s. And uh, his he sat down with his mentor and his mentor said, uh, basically, do you know what the secret of, of success is? And, you know, Todd being young and, and naive said, well, what? And he said, it's, it's principles. It's founding your business based on uh, principles. So we want to talk about uh, very briefly, uh, a, a big overview kind of uh, swing at this, the five irrefutable principles that Todd has laid out for um what the successful people in real estate and mortgage lending are doing, have done, and will be continuing to do to uh, see their businesses thrive and grow. So um, just a, a quick example about what, you know, some of Todd's teaching ha has meant to folks. Oh, gosh. Sorry about that. business uh, the business keeps going um, anyways um, so one of our uh, one of our coaching members um, that uh, started integrating these principles at the end of 2018 he had earned 188,000 it's not bad that's a pretty good year by all accounts he started uh, uh, deploying these principles and, and going to Todd's events and following Todd's teachings and trainings and at the uh, at the end of 2019 he had gone to 406,000. So that was more than a double. That's really good income. Uh, puts him in probably the top one or two percent uh, in the country, I would imagine. And then uh, last year he made over a million dollars. And uh, I'll tell you, that's one of the things that uh, we we really try to get folks to understand in coaching is that you know you really need to take the lid off. There aren't uh, there aren't any limits other than the limits that that you place. And um, we have uh, a lot of people um, in Todd's ecosystem that are in that seven-digit uh, income earning category. So let's talk about uh, principle number one. Principle number one is everything can be improved. So um, and and with that, 
things that get measured get improved. And so one of the things we do in coaching is we establish some metrics for folks, uh, metrics that Todd has determined are kind of the key uh, action items that uh, high producing loan officers do on a regular basis. And we measure those uh, on a daily basis. And then we look for opportunities with our members where we can help them uh, improve, change, grow, because the, the bottom line is what, what gets measured uh, gets improved. And, and our goal in coaching is to help our members make more money in less time, thereby increasing their dollar per hour of, of what they're earning. So um, within that first principle, there's a teaching point that uh, Todd talks about. And, and this is, um, although incredibly simplistic, it's incredibly profound. And it says, if you want to make more money, you need to be, you need to spend more time on those action items that make you money. Sounds incredibly simple, doesn't it? But what we find with a lot of loan officers is that they end up spending far too much time doing things that aren't producing them revenue, but are necessary to keep their business going. And let me let me explain on on that a little bit. And I think a great analogy is um, you know Todd Todd shared a story about his his dad, and his dad was a uh, a radiologist. And Todd uh, went to work with him one day and he said, you know, dad, why, why don't you take the x-rays? Why does somebody else take the x-rays? And his dad said, because I get paid to read the x-rays. And basically what he was saying is that there are others that can do the x-ray, but there aren't others that can read the x-ray properly the way that I can read it. And so if we translate that into the loan origination business, you know, there's three areas or three places where Todd says a high producing loan officer should or any loan officer should be spending their time. And if they're spending their time doing other things other than that, then that's when we need to start getting into the discussion about getting an assistant, building a team and, and so forth. So those three areas that a loan officer should be spending their time Number one would be uh, meeting with clients, having what we call borrower consultations, where you're doing pre-purchase consultations, uh, doing refinance, uh, total cost analysis for people, uh, and so forth. So number one, meeting with borrowers. Number two would be meeting with realtor or referral partners, CPAs, financial planners. It could be uh, a new meeting with a new client that you want to uh, start working with. It could be a partnership planning session where you're talking about um, what uh, your respective business plans are, how those integrate together and how you can help each other do more business uh, in the coming year. So number two is meeting with uh, partners. And number three is making sure that you are providing operational excellence. And, and what that means is that your, your systems are streamlined, that when a loan goes into the system, uh, it, it's quickly approved. It, uh, the, the borrower ultimately has what we call a five-star experience so that when all is said and done, you're getting awesome reviews, you're getting tremendous amounts of referrals because your borrowers know, love, and trust you, and you and your team did a great job for them in, in getting their loan completed. So again, the three areas you want to spend your time would be with borrowers, with partners 
and fine-tuning your system and making sure that it's running like a well-oiled machine, okay? If you're spending a lot of time chasing conditions, if you're spending a lot of time doing other administrative tasks, then you need to kind of rethink the way your business is set up. And perhaps you either need more help in, in your team in terms of a loan officer assistant uh, or, or other people on your team, or maybe you don't have the right people on your team. So that's kind of a, a little bit of a, of a different discussion. But, but along those whole lines is what one of the key metrics, probably the most important metric we measure ultimately with our members is the dollar per hour. And again, our whole, our whole goal is to help our members make more dollars per hour. And we've had just many, many, many cases of people that when they came to us, they're making 50 bucks an hour, which is roughly a hundred grand. And uh, at the end of their uh, first year of coaching, you know, they're making three, $400 an hour. So um, what we're talking about absolutely works. This is not theory. This is, um, this is reality. So, um, and, and it's, it, it requires a little bit of a mind shift um, in our thinking. I mean, um, you know, what, why take, why take 40 years to, to do what you can do in 10? Why take, um, why have 10 clients giving you one deal each when you can have one client giving you 10 deals. So that, that kind of thinking, that kind of mindset is, is where we try to help people uh, shift things and change a little bit so that they are making more, more dollars per hour. Teaching point number two on the, the first principle of everything can be improved is there's no limit how much you can make per hour. Uh, I mean, we have Todd has people in, in his, um, uh, upper, very upper echelon of coaching, they're called elite, um, that are uh, all well above seven digits, some in the three, four, five million dollars a year and, and, and even beyond. So the, the amount of money that somebody could make um, as, a, as a loan originator uh, in today's world uh, is, is pretty amazing. Um, and, but you got to have the strategies, you got to have the tools, you got to have the, the, the systems in place. And that's what we, what we help people with in, in coaching. So no limits. That's, that's, uh, that's fun stuff. And again, that comes with, um, um, the idea of kind of re resetting your, uh, your whole mindset of, of thinking just a whole heck of a lot bigger. So, um, and again, you know, that idea of trying to not be doing things that somebody else can, can be doing, because if you're chasing conditions as an example, then you've just relegated yourself to effectively a loan officer assistant. What does a loan officer assistant make? 25 bucks an hour, maybe. So as opposed to a loan, a good loan officer making 500 bucks an hour, you want to spend your time on those $500 an hour um, activities. And that's the borrowers, the partners, and making sure your, your system is extremely uh, efficient. So, um, so uh, principle number two is success can only be built on on failure, and that's a that's that's a real huge mind mind shift for a lot of folks. In that you know they see failure as failure, where um, winners see failure as just an opportunity where I'm closer to where I want to be. Um, Thomas Edison, when uh, asked how many uh, uh, opportunities it took him to find the light bulb, he said it was you know something like a thousand. Uh, different experiments before he finally found the right combination 
for the light bulb and they go, wow, that was a lot of failures. He goes, no, I successfully found, you know, 999 ways not to do a light bulb. Um, Michael, Michael uh, Jordan missed more game winning shots than he made. Wayne Gretzky, when asked what his secret to success was, he says, you know, I don't know exactly, but what I do know is that I miss a thousand percent of the shots that I never take. So what winners all recognize is that failure is part of the process. Failure's okay. And as soon as you realize that, failure just becomes a stepping stone as you're moving forward in, in success. So don't be, don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone. You know, it's, it's, it's part of a, it's part of the program and uh, it's, it helps us get all to where, where we want to be. And, you know, the, the reality is without failure, there can't be success. So there's gotta be, you know, that, that yin and that yang uh, uh, going on there. So um, failure, failure's okay. Henry Ford said, Failure is just a resting place. It's an opportunity to begin again more uh, intelligently. And, you know, with, with respect to failure, one of um, what we teach from in high trust coaching is based on uh, Todd's book, uh, High Trust Selling. If you haven't picked it up, you should pick it up. Uh, great, great read. And there's 14 uh, laws uh, of high trust selling that Todd talks about. And one of them is the law of the dress rehearsal which basically says the greater the performance, the louder the applause. And, and what that means is that you need to practice to uh, mitigate or minimize that failure so that our chances of success are, are a lot greater. And that's one of the things we help folks uh, in coaching as well is we may be looking at somebody that's getting a lot of leads. You know, they're, they're doing a lot of right things and the phone's ringing and, and they're getting people calling them but their conversion rate isn't very good for some reason. So uh, one of the reasons may be um, poor follow-up. One of the reasons may be uh, what they're saying to clients. And so we can work on uh, scripting and uh, helping them say things differently because the reality is that scripts work. And that's probably one of the most important tactics that we can uh, help a member with in coaching is help them uh, build scripts that, that work. And uh, it's funny, scripts, scripts initially could be um, uh, a little bit uncomfortable because they're, 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 we're using different words that maybe we're not used to. But uh, once they've been practiced and utilized, then they become second nature, they become comfortable, and those just become part of your normal uh, vocabulary and, and the way you do business. You know, with respect to, uh, to uh, practice, um, Todd uh, got had the opportunity to meet Joe Montana at one point, and um, he uh, he happened to ask Joe, you know, Joe, how how much do you practice, you know, for each game, and what does a what does a football game last? Maybe, I mean, actual playing time, you know, not not the timeouts, not the in between the plays and all that. It's probably it's it's an hour, right? It's four 15 minute quarters, so so one hour of work. Um, and Joe kind of thought about it a minute. He said about 50 hours a week is practice between on the field, meetings, watching film. So for Joe Montana, who won four Super Bowls, uh, it was a 50 to one ratio between practice and play. So are you practicing 
uh, for your craft, for your for your mortgage business, for your real estate business. So you should be uh, if you're not. And I will tell you that that scripts work and we'll we'll talk about that um, uh, in, in just a second. Um, let's see. Uh, principle number three, emotional connection deepens trust and expedites conversion. And that's um, I'll tell you, that's something Todd has really uh, zeroed in on um, with those of us in coaching and those of us that, that have uh, attended his events is that, um, you know, it's we really need to learn to turn down the promotion, the, the hype, uh, in some cases, the marketing and turn up the emotion of connecting with people and getting them to trust us. Hence, high trust selling, because once somebody trusts you, rate doesn't matter, everything else doesn't matter, they're going to do business with you. And we show people through a process called the high trust interview, how to get our partners to trust us, how to get our borrowers uh, to trust us. And, and really what we're doing as part of that process is we are asking questions that others aren't asking to discover problems others don't know even ever existed. So we could present solutions that nobody else has ever talked to them about. And it's, it's, it's based on really, really good listening and just asking a couple of really, really good, deep thinking questions. I'll tell you a quick uh, story that one of our other coaches shared uh, at Mastery of, of 2019 with one of his members that um, he convinced him to do a high trust interview with an existing partner one of his partners that he'd been doing business with for a long time. And, uh, but his, his uh, loan officer member said, you know, I really don't even like this lady, but you know, she does decent business. So I kind of put up with her. And so our coach um, encouraged him to go have a high trust interview with her. And when they sat down and he asked um, one of the magic questions that we teach, which basically was, you know, what, what was important to her in her life? not just her business, but her life and, uh, and what was important about success to her. And she wrote down 800,000 and slid it across the table to him. And he said, well, what does that mean? And, and he said, uh, she said, well, my mom lives with me and in order to help her and to reach my goals, I need to make $800,000 a year. And he said, it was like everything changed at that moment because I never knew that about her. And this amazing rapport and conversation followed and we started brainstorming on ideas to help each other do more business. He says, now she's my favorite person in the world. When I see her, we high five. I call her uh, Miss 800 or something like that. And it was all because of one question that he asked that just opened the door of, you know, really getting to know her and emotionally um, uh, connecting with her. You know, um, according to a lot of surveys, including Gallup, um, emotional connection is now the number one driver of consumer experiences, outpacing ease and effectiveness. So it is very important that we connect emotionally uh, uh, with our clients. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example of one of those uh, scripts just to uh, kind of uh, uh, give you a little flavor here. And this is, you know, again, right from Todd's playbook. And this is just one of many but it gives you an idea of how, how you can um, frame things differently and get people thinking differently. And it says, 
So imagine saying this, we design beautifully architect home loan experiences that give you the safest and most secure mortgage, reducing your risk while giving you peace of mind as you make memories in your new home. Wow, that's certainly different. It's cool. It's gonna feel clunky uh, working with scripts in the beginning, but um, they work. Um, the other um, uh, tenant under um, uh, making an emotional connection is, is chemistry. And you really need to have chemistry with your bar, your borrowers and, and really, especially your, your partners. And ultimately, if you don't have chemistry, it, it's just not going to work. And it's even okay if, if there's not chemistry there, if you're not like-minded, if you're not equally yoked, um, you know, it's okay with a partner to fire them um, or, or just, you know, stop, stop doing, stop doing business with them because there's too many people out there, trust me on this, that will do business the right way, your way, than people that you have to, you know, deal with that it's it's kicking and, and scratching and gnashing of teeth all the way to the finish line. So um, don't worry, don't worry about that. Um, the third tenant under emotional connection is, is conflict resolution. I think that's, that's pretty straightforward. You got to make sure you can you can resolve conflicts with people. Um, and, and the way you do that um, is, is over time, you're depositing into their emotional bank, their, their love tank, whatever you want to call it, um, so that the idea is that when you need to make a withdrawal, uh, you've put enough in there that taking a little bit out isn't going to be a problem. For instance, if you've I'll give you a great example. I'm working on a, on a deal right now, uh, a very, very difficult deal with a very sophisticated client financially with one of my number one realtor partners. And um, this client's been uh, challenged to, uh, to get us documentation and uh, the realtor knows that. And it's a, it's a big, big deal. Um, a $5 million purchase. Um, but uh, because I've done so much depositing over the years with this realtor partner, and you know, closing transactions timely, uh, timely, seamlessly, helping her do more business and so forth. Um, uh, it, it's fine. I mean, she's she's concerned about the transaction, but our relationship is is solid. Um, and so, you know, that's what happens with you know, kind of conflict resolution when you've put a lot into that tank of that other person. And this really goes for relationships outside of the scope of business, you know, with your kids, with your spouse, with your friends, you know, think about making emotional deposits into them so that when and if the time is necessary that you need to take a little bit back out to resolve a conflict or you need something, then you, you've made that, um, you've made that uh, uh, investment where you're, where you're able to do it. So um, principle number four of uh, the five irrefutable principles is competence leads to confidence and confidence leads to consistency. So, um, you know, people, one of the reasons people have call reluctance because they don't know what to say, um, that's something we can help, help with in coaching. But most people fear things that they think they are not good at. And so once we show people competence, we can help them um, build confidence and then confidence breeds success, right? And uh, Todd shared a little um, 
kind of poem almost that he talked to his son about who was trying to learn to play the guitar, but was a little um, adverse to practice and getting to that confidence level. So he was a little bit lacking confidence. And so, so listen to this. Uh, I thought this was terrific. If you practice, you get better. If you get better, you play with better players. If you play with better players, you play better music. If you play better music, you have more fun. If you have more fun, you want to practice more. If you practice more, you get better. And it's the same in the mortgage business. If you practice more, you get better. You're going to attract better clients. Better clients are going to attract better referrals. Better referrals are going to want you to practice more and so on. And it, it, it just becomes this snowball that is building going downhill where your business is just uh, uh, growing and, and going and, and, you know, doing it on its, doing it on its own. So um, that competence and confidence is um, uh, super important. Sorry about that. My phone is tied to my computer. Um, you know, one of the things Todd talks about too um, is the idea of compounding. And we talk about that in coaching and, and the idea of compounding is, you know, little, little teeny tiny incremental changes um, each day over time make a huge difference. Um, and it, it's the idea of, you know, if, if somebody wanted to lose 50 pounds and they're, you know, they broke it down even into daily where they need to lose, you know, four ounces a day. Um, that certainly sounds a lot more achievable than maybe um, 50 pounds. So that idea of co the, the compound compounding effect is, is very important. And if you haven't read it, there's a terrific book out there called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy that he, he talks about those and talks about the idea of building solid habits um, that you just do little things each and every day and those you know, turn into something um, huge uh, over time. Um, and that's, uh, that goes with teaching point uh, number one. Success doesn't happen in a day, it happens daily. And uh, it's kind of like that, you know, the weight loss is, is an easy analogy. You know, somebody who's overweight didn't get overweight in a day, they're not gonna lose the weight in a day. It's a process, it takes time. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's about building those habits that uh, allow for that success. The last principle is um, accountability is more important than action and nothing happens without action. And I will say probably one of the best things that happens with coaching is accountability. And I think that's just because of human nature. And a winner doesn't wanna show up to a meeting after having agreed to do something and not having done it. So one of the things we do in coaching is we will set goals after each call of one or two or three action items to be completed by the next call. And it could be reaching out to two new realtor partners. It could be um, some database management uh, techniques that we're getting them to uh, deploy. So um, we'll, we'll then bring that in, bring that up the next week. We're never gonna beat up anybody but accountability works. And think about it like this. If you go to the gym and you're doing some push-ups, if you're doing them by yourself or you have somebody there, a trainer, who's maybe giving you a little nudge, a little push, which are you going to likely do more push-ups? 
kind of a no brainer there, huh? And that's one of the reasons that, you know, professionals, professional entertainers, professional athletes, um, professional business people hire coaches is to get them to push themselves a little bit farther than they would, they would normally go themselves. And that's, that's where the accountability comes in. It's one of the reasons we have the metrics that we measure, uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday. So, um, uh, it's it's very help it's very helpful in in developing those those habits that are going to uh, create success. And there's four there's four levels of accountability that Todd talks about. It's uh, it's it's personal accountability, and uh, you know that that's kind of to yourself. And uh, what we talk about with respect to personal accountability is um, uh, the the way we are accountable. We're going to be accountable. If our if we're really clear on our why, and our why is our 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 dream, why are why are we doing all this? And one of the exercises we take people through, Todd talks about it in High Trust Sales Academy. It's really the first law he talks about with the law of the iceberg, and that is, you know, what's your why? What's your uh, what's your dream? And we even uh, talk to people about having a dream board. I have a dream board. Um, you could see some some golf pictures uh, uh, behind me. Um, so it, the reason we do that is we want people to be really clear on what's important to you, because when you have that moment, when you don't feel like making that phone call, when you don't feel like meeting with that client or that partner, you remember why you're doing it. And maybe it's maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's a maybe it's a charity. Maybe you you want to have a bigger house for your family. Maybe you want to create financial security for your long term future. Maybe it's all of those things. You need to have those in pictures that you can look at on a regular basis. I mean, I have a dream board at home. I have a picture of it on my phone and I do look at it um, frequently and it, it does make a difference and it, and it does matter when you know why you're doing what you're doing. So that's um, uh, personal accountability, partner accountability. We talk about having somebody that uh, whether it's a, a coach, a professional coach, whether it's a friend, whether it's a spouse, somebody that you can hold them accountable, they can hold you accountable because it does make a huge difference when you have that accountability partner. Professional accountability, we just talked about that with um, with a coach. That's of course what we would highly recommend because um, you know uh, it, it, we, we will definitely hold uh, people accountable and this is this is what we do is is, is help people uh, grow their businesses. And then the last is, prayerful or meditative accountability. And this is, um, you know, about having some, some quiet time on a daily basis, meditating, uh, and, and so forth. So, um, let's just have a quick review and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, uh, principle number one, everything can be improved. Principle number two, success can only be built on failure. Principle number three, emotional connection deepens trust. Principle number four, competence leads to confidence. Confidence leads to consistency. And principle number five, accountability is more important than action and nothing happens without action. So I don't know if there are any questions or comments. It doesn't look like it at this point. So I think we'll, uh, we'll call that a wrap. Hope that was helpful. Hope you got at least one nugget out of there. And again, if you're interested in a free coaching session, go to hightrust.com and uh, sign up for a free session and get more information there. Have a wonderful week.
Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you I want to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.